There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we made it to Friday, October 27th. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. We've got a lot to get to today, but I know Julia was out at a fun event last night, weren't you, Julia? Oh, I was. Yeah. I was. I went to um, Joy Noel's fashion show at the Minneapolis Club, and it was just beautiful and lovely and gorgeous. She's such an artist. It was fun. And the Minneapolis Club, by the way, Laura, it's open to the public Tuesday through Friday night, their restaurant, and it's, I don't know, did you ever go to Charlie's Exceptionnel? Uh, Do you remember? Long a long time, time ago, ago. It was downtown Minneapolis, but they have the old bar from Charlie's there. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Food was good. It's a nice setting. It was really a fun, fun night. Fun night. Glamour and glitz. Fashion and all and the fashion. beautiful people were out and they, about. They were. They were. It was super fun. You know, and a lot, all of our friends from MSP Magazine were there. Yes. Grant, it was really a fun night. How many looks? She had a ton of looks. She had a ton of them. She's such... She's Probably so, two dozen or a, a couple. Like I, I feel know. like it was over 20 she told I us. I feel like it was too. It was really uh, it was really cool. So that was fun. But to go out, man, it takes a lot for a girl. <laughs> for it you. takes a lot for, for you. me. For you. I mean, by the time you put on your face, by the time you get on the oh, other stuff, Julia. it's a lot of work. I know. Well, I, it's I had a, a great lot night. more work than going to a pickleball or tennis or something That's like that. I exactly. see what you're saying. It's a lot more work you're for me. You're getting dressed up. You can't just show up. You can't just show up and yeah. don't worry about a mascara under your eyes. Right. You know, it's one of those. But it was super fun. It was great. I um, <clears throat> have to tell you, we have a really special gal who has been listening to our show since day one. Oh, boy. And apparently streams us during work all the time and is just happy about loj and it she's celebrating a birthday today does this person have a name she does but she has a brand new puppy dog who's named sunny and she's a huge dog lover so sunny the puppy and we have to give a shout out happy birthday to angie dollheimer dollheimer Happy birthday, Happy Angie. Happy birthday, Angie. Thanks for listening. This was a long-distance re- um, request. Dedication. Long-distance dedication. Yep, from the West Coast, if you know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Angie, we hope you have the best birthday ever. And thanks for listening. And then let's get to the scandal of the day because I'm going crazy. I know. I knew this was going to hurt you so much, and I knew you were busy this morning. I didn't have time. People started alerting us on Twitter and Facebook and uh, text messages I got uh, from some of my high school gal pals 
My sister contacted me. And why? Because Skims today. Kim Kardashian's company. That's right. Skims posted a um, Kim Kardashian, like trying to, it looks like she's being a scientist. She's talking about climate change, but she's also modeling a Skims padded bra that has uh, nipple enhancers built right in. In fact, it looks like our perky nipple. And in fact, so many of the words she uses in her little tutorial are like right off of our long dead body perks website here, Julia, make sure you always look perky. No matter how hot it is, you'll always look cold. It's going to be available. That isn't even a great line. Well, no, I know. But when you see the whole thing as it is, you know, it, it's a built-in faux nipple for a perky braless look. I mean, it is uh, coming out the 31st. It's our nipple. We look It's you know, even some of the language. And that was one of the things that we always did was, you know, just because you've got nipplage, nippage, doesn't mean that you're like some bimbo, that, that sporting... Hard rock nipples is uh, just as good as cleavage. I give you the Farrah Fawcett poster, best-selling poster of all time. She's in a red one-piece, and what's the most pre- predominant thing uh, besides her smile is uh, her perky nipples. Jennifer Aniston on Friends. That's just how she was built, and they look good. And- okay, let's just tell people the truth. Yeah. Get perky, feel sassy, have fun. <laughs> Okay, that was my marketing line. Yeah, uh, way back when in 2000, when we came out with body perk nipple enhancers, mm-hmm. as seen on Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. So Kim and Skims, her line, like you said, has a bra that's padded, and the nipple will already be placed in the bra. Now, Julia, I wouldn't be surprised if she was sitting around watching an old episode of Sex in the City, season four, episode six, and thought, "Hey, those those they were on to something," and then they did the. Went down the rabbit hole and, you know, I mean, I'm just saying that. Okay, uh, let me just go on. I and knew I'm that gonna, you were going to feel real, well, real bad. Well, You're like, <laughs> Colleen Lindstrom thinks we should sue. Dan Seaman, our big boss, and his family chain. Uh, one of the kids sends in the picture that, you know, Kim Kardashian has the new nipple bra. Uh-huh. And they say, Lojay did it first. We did do it and first. And we've got so many emails from people. My kids, my kids even sent me something in the end. Oh, yeah. um, and they, Kim mom. Car- mom, 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 Kim Kardashian just invented what you had already invented. That's mom, ha right. ha, it's not ha ha. But so <laughs> the difference is. And we posted this. And it is a cute sh- video that she does do with it. But it is rather shocking to see our idea just, you know. Be done. Mm-hmm. And in, in a different way. years later. But here's the thing between I'm going to this weekend put it up on Insta. Okay. And I'm going to say, you know, hello, we did it first and here's a cheaper option than this bra that you're going to oh, get. get some and of people our body can buy perks. them. So, yeah. um Yeah, cuz this bra I bet is 50 bucks. Oh, at least. Mm-hmm. And it comes in the same color and with our nipples you can put them wherever you want on your breast. Well, if you want you can give your boot you you can lift up your own but breast. But so will with this the, with the push-up bra and the nipple. But Yeah, I guess. I guess, yeah. Anywho. Yeah, it was like a real... I've got a ton of them in my garage. <laughs> I've got a ton of them in my garage, and we can sew them into your bra for you. Yeah. No, well, I'm just teasing. I but mean, sh- the beauty of ours was that, uh, you know, it could go... Portable. Jump from bra to bra. Portable. 
in your purse. Mm-hmm. The thing that we, other thing about what we realized when we we're doing this, people, there's a third of the people that want to cover them up because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, that yeah. my, my nipples are always I'm embarrassed hard. about There's it. people who don't have nipples who are so excited about it. 28% of the population of women have inverted nipples. That is a, that is, is that a kind nipple of a shocking fact. number. It's a shocking number. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing about it is, um, you know, you are going to want to change. But if you've had a mastectomy and had implants, you don't have nipples. You could get nipples tattooed on. But like my what girlfriends if you, have done that. What if you were a really normally perky, perky, nipply woman and mm-hmm. now you have your breasts, but no nipple. But so is that it was, a compliment that she's. Done this? Is yes, it, it finally is. Someone Julia. realized the power that the power of the nipple. nipple. We've been. I mean, you know, we can't complain. We got a radio show out of this, but I know when Kim sold the first day of her men's collection, she made a gazillion dollars in one day. She's probably going to sell a gazillion of these, and she's going to get credited with bringing the nipple back in fashion. Damn it! Okay, here's my question to anybody who's listening <laughs> that knows this stuff. So if I post on our low J Instagram. We mm-hmm. did it first mm-hmm. and use a compare. I wouldn't even, should I use a comparison of her stuff? Can I do that? Put uh, a picture of her stuff well, on what our are website. You, are, what are I you trying to, to do? Are you trying to do a gentle flick off? Maybe. Yeah. Let's or should we just it. should we just all go to Kim Kardashian and say no. Lil J did it first? No. no, no. All right, I'm just asking out loud. It'll never get through because there's 350 million people that follow <laughs> her on Instagram. So it's like we're you know just it's not worth trying to go low on that one. Okay, and like say that it doesn't matter. Okay, but here's one thing that kind of scares me about this: is part of this campaign, 10 percent of the sales from Kim Kardashian's new perky bra nipple. Mm-hmm. Um, Go to the planet, and then what? She- I mean, is there like a Venmo for Planet Earth? I would like to know that address. <laughs> I mean, come on, Kim. But she is more here, Lori. I just hadn't read okay. it yet, and it's part of uh, and uh, for the planet, a global organization that encourages businesses to give back to the Earth after using its resources. I'm sure there's a name. It's Frontier, whatever that is. It's but a- they're rolling out a celebrity-centered campaign starring not only the person who wore them, Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. There you go. She was the one. I, I Now it's really coming together that uh, this is our body perks. If she's got Kim Cattrall involved, because she's the one who gets the nipples on the Sex in the City episode. Oh, Now I'm mad. No. All right. Oh, that's a that's a development right there. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Jeez, Julia. <laughs> Let's digest, because we have to. How did Brittany word it? Um, I, it what did she say? The oh. most? Um just the most intense episode ever of the Golden Bachelor, and Gary looks sexy as hell on that yacht, that boat. We need to talk about. We need this. to talk the about Golden the Bachelor Golden Bachelor when we come back. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have a question from one of our listeners. She was told she needs to split everything 50-50. Is this true? It's not that black and white. Our law says that there will be a fair and equitable distribution of the marital estate. Your marital estate talks about what you own and what you owe. Most cases, equitable usually means equal, but there can be facts in certain circumstances under which one party's awarded more assets or one party's awarded more debts. It's really a case-by-case basis, and that's why you 
you really need to come in and talk to an attorney about what your particular case entails. So what does that mean for her house and her 401k? Again, it's really a case-by-case basis. And remember, dividing things equally, even if you're doing that, doesn't mean you're necessarily splitting every single asset. So there's lots of different ways to do it, depending on what people want, what their goals are, and how you can reach resolution. That's really good information. I bet a lot of other listeners want to know this. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. I'm Gary. I'm 72, and I'm your first ever Golden Bachelor. What I hope is that I can look at one of those women and know that I've found the right person. The best hour of TV every damn week. And last night, in the words of Brittany, that was the most intense episode I've ever seen. Brittany, in general, reality TV-wise, what are you talking about? Okay, it was crazy. I couldn't believe. First off, we have to acknowledge this silver fox with the silver tongue had four different makeout sessions. Yes. He- and at four different times, people expressing the kind of love that you write novels about. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What was happening on Thursday night? That was insane. It, he- it really was. It- it was so exciting because I watched so it with exciting. a group of friends. Yes, okay. And we were going crazy because we're like, wait, our minds were blown that, I mean, they always say bad bad things happen in threes. And, you know, he ended up sending three ladies home because he doesn't get a fourth hometown date. Only three hometown dates. Why? Because the Golden Bachelor and the Suits at ABC did not realize how wildly popular this show would be. Yep. And it's only one hour episodes instead of what every other Bachelor has been, two hours. Right, and they usually have four hometown visits. Yes. So that was a shock right off the bat last night. Ah. And, and you could see the panic, and they featured one person's panic more than anyone else, and that was Ellen. Yeah. I fell for her last night. Oh, Ellen, the pickleball lady. Mm-hmm. Gary has a type. Brunette. Yeah. Doesn't he so understand I'm... we can use a bottle and change our hair color? <laughs> yeah, but move aside, my blonde friends, because Gary would be mine if we yeah. were going for him. So you're right. You're the brunette out of the out of the uh, three of us. And, and now how about just how the show starts in general? With you know, Faith is off on the one-on-one date, and you know these ladies haven't meant the left the mansion at all. So it's another yeah. way that the. The golden cast is kind of getting screwed, but they're doing Hava Nagila in the pool. <laughs> Leslie Leslie led exercise. She's a dance teacher from Minnesota. You know, Leslie Fema. So yeah. she was leading a, a water aerobic so good. song and dance. Just but, so good. But So one of the cool things, I think, in addition to everything else cool about watching this age group find love on TV and being involved in The Bachelor and The Bachelor at Franchise is that... They're not really catty. We had one catty instance, but they really genuinely kind of are happy for each other. At least they're showing it on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they they're really, really are genuine. friends. Yeah. yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's genuine. Isn't, isn't that fun? Especially like we've been 
kind of relying on a lot of controversy in our reality TV and people fighting. It's actually super fun to see people get along. And it's almost watching Ellen leave was not only sad to watch her say goodbye to Gary, but it was sad to watch her say goodbye to the women. Yes. And that feels like it was a, you know, for some of the women like Susan and Sandra, I think saying goodbye to the other woman was bigger. Susan, the one who looked like Kim Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. He never had a connection with <laughs> no, them. But no. she was, she was a, lovely. She was a favorite in the house. Yeah. She yes. did people's hair and makeup. Yes. She cooked for people. Like she had She was a champion for other was, women. Yeah, she was really a champ. And Sandra, I always felt never got out of the friend zone, but she was a personal favorite just because she was so zingy. This is the lady who missed her daughter's wedding, and it was not her daughter's first wedding. I, I, we knew yeah. that. But the yeah. other thing about Sandra. Um, another thing is we didn't really see her recover after she played Never Would I Never with Ice Cream. Never have I ever, Julia. <laughs> well, whatever. You play Same that thing. Game. Never Either would way. I have. No, have never have two I ever. Never have I ever. And she was eating the ice cream saying I'm lactose intelligent. She never seemed to get her energy back even. Well, and you know, when they did the group date in Santa Monica, it was probably in September. You could, I could feel the ocean haze because I felt yeah. my hair frizzing up last night. It was slightly warm and drizzly. And the ladies' hair was, they all just had frizzy hair from yeah. that ocean air. And, um, but I loved how Gary, I mean, everyone, like the three women he gave roses to, um, Faith, Leslie, and Teresa. They all confided really, you know, vulnerable things to them to him, and he yeah. was so uh, lovely about it. I I thought he was the strongest with Leslie. You know, I got you, and she said, "I've been cheated on many, many times." You yeah. know, and he said, "I got you." And you no, know, the bigger line. Oh, you're my girl. You're my girl. Yeah. That's right. And they that made was it, an interesting line. Well, they had made it in the trailer, or the teaser last week. Look like he was saying that to Ellen. They yeah. did some trickery there. Oh. They did. That oh. you're my girl seems very controversial, and it was like a whisper yeah. where, yeah. like, a lot of people who aren't new are kind of new to the reality TV world will assume a whisper doesn't get picked up, and it felt like he didn't want us to hear that. Right. Like it was kind of a slip. That, yeah. yeah, like why is your my girl a uh, slip up? Because he's admitting you're to her. Ma- you out of one out of all of them, like saying you're my girl, and it's like almost an I love you, like you're uh, my no girl. No, it isn't. No, it it's isn't. Close. I thought no. I, here was my take, but Lori, that's your take. You I know, but so? I'm just saying, like he was so. Thank you for sharing. You know, he he dodged very many things, he and did. I think because Leslie was maybe the most vulnerable that yeah she'd been. He really wanted. To give her something, but he's he's stopping short of saying, "I love you" or feeling the That's, same way back to anybody. But I, but the comment if some guy said to me, "You're my girl, and we're in a competition," I would think, I got "I'm this. the one. Yeah. I got yeah. this." Right. That's my interpretation. I same. think Brittany and I agree with that. But you're right. Well, now, Lori, anybody he, that's listening who wants to know how to really lock somebody down, say, "You're my girl. You're my you're guy. my guy." Yeah, well, I'll go home with you. And you don't want to give yeah. them, you don't, when you don't want to say, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're my girl. You're my girl. You're my, girl. You're you're my, my guy. guy. Or do what Gary does and you just start jaranecking is a term that I've started because he makes out with everybody. Yeah, he really does. And I think good for him. You have to figure oh. out who you have chemistry with in addition to the other stuff. We're going to talk more about this when we come back because I want to take apart the once in a lifetime date. Oh, okay. It was once in a lifetime. We'll be right back talking about The Golden Bachelor on My Talk 1071.
I'm Gary. I'm 72, and I'm your first ever Golden Bachelor. What I hope is that I can look at one of those women and know that I found the right person. We're talking Golden Bachelor, Gary. One of the things that did make me laugh out loud was when Teresa, this is when most of the women had a chance to have their, you know, deep conversation with them if they weren't. Before the final the one ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Teresa says, I feel like I can't live without you. And Gary says, that's so nice of you to say. <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought maybe it had changed there. Were Britney's with us joining yeah. us uh, talking about the Golden Bachelor? I, yeah. And then poor Elaine when she delivered the line, "I we could be teammates for life." And Who I said just, that Elaine, the pickleball lady, who oh, Ellen. Elaine, Ellen, I mean, <laughs> okay. um, you could be my teammate for oh. life. I just kind of went, oh, I know, and then. I have to, at that point, I wrote Social Security Smoocher because at that point it was our fourth makeout of the show. And yeah. I was like, yeah. And I felt so bad because you could just tell that was not like the other kisses oh, were like, they're about to do it. And like Ellen was like, no, it's not the same vibe. Well, okay. Yeah. So let's go back. So last night, the Golden Bachelor were just taking it down because hometowns are starting next week. <laughs> um, so one person got a one on one date and it was Faith. And Faith was yeah. the one who drove in on the motorcycle. We really have first impression. First impression. Rose. And we haven't really heard or seen them together really since then. And she's yeah. a radio uh she's like a DJ in Iowa. She's got a t- she's got okay. a show. She's got a show. Yeah. She lives the closest to him. Yes. Iowa, Indiana. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. but so <laughs> the envelope comes in and um the guy comes in, Jesse Palmer, and says one of you is going to get a once-in-a-lifetime date. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, what could that be? So they there get, they are, stuck in Malibu, yeah. wherever they are. <laughs> Shout out. All right, so anyway, the, a helicopter shows up, and, and Faith is like, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> right. So they get on the helicopter, and then the helicopter flies over L.A. and sees, yeah. sees the mansion. And downtown um, L.A., kind of a canyon with those tall buildings, scary. I would have been afraid. I know. And, and I just think so many helicopters there would have been afraid. But then they go out to the ocean, and there's this big ship. And they're getting close to it, and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's got a helicopter pad on it, and they land. That was tricky landing. Julia, the Bachelor producers never miss an opportunity to cram two people and a camera operator in a helicopter. Never. That's an expensive venture. No, but it's a a status quo thing they do. But landing on a boat and then leaving them on this lovely yacht in the middle of the ocean on a sunny day? (sighs) You know what? I, I just looked was... at Faith, and I could. I I wanted her to have a scarf on and different shoes and a sweater. <laughs> she looked cold. Yeah, it was really good to see them get in the hot tub because I was feeling cold the whole time. Yeah, I'm with you, Julia. Though I actually I've never seen it where they actually show a helicopter land on a boat because you know, like you see it quickly. Yeah, it is kind of terrifying. Like it was tricky. I yeah. I agree. Um, I did have to admit to my husband and any uh, witnesses. I wanted to bang Gary. He looked really good on that yacht. Okay. All right. So let's just talk about this. He does have piercing blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And he looked tan as heck. Yeah. Like a tan looks good on him. His Ray-Bans. I was like. He still has "Mm." hair. Mm, Meow. I know. But I just, I kind of thought um, that was a date. But I would, you like you said, Lori, she's my age. She's older than me by a little bit, but I was looking at her outfit and stuff, and I thought, why didn't they tell her to bring a sweater along or something? Yeah, yeah, but she yeah, had a swimsuit. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, they they told her one thing, uh, you know, but I mean, nobody (laughs) walks on a yacht with big wooden wedges. Yeah. You know, they make you take your shoes off and... You know, I, I just feel like in sometimes we really can feel the, how they compress this show. Yeah. In what used to be two hours, you know, we're not... Think of all the nuggets they must be leaving behind with these uh, ladies who are just so great. Someone on Twitter said um, to ABC, how about you have a show where we bring all these women back to stay in the mansion and bring in like five men every week until one of these queens finds love like Golden Paradise. I love that. I love that idea. Because oh. I, I, I'm, you root for all of them. Yeah, Same. every single to, one. I need us. Like I literally wrote a long paragraph about how we need to figure out because Ellen. I can't find her on social media. I need to know that she found her person. I thought about her it's a, a little soon because she hadn't dated anyone for six or seven years. Yeah, but this but guy I we need, gave her mojo. She's a catch, and she, also I like. So. Susan, also, I would like her to find, I would like to know that she's doing well, um, and I want her to find love. Like, all these people, I'm a mo- I want them to find love. I'm obsessed with them. And Same. I can't wait to the women tell all. I've never no. liked watching those in years. <gasps> mm-hmm. This one, I want to see, because I think there's friendship there, and they'd be excited to see each other. And 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 Ellen is the one who, if you'll remember, the no. very first uh, episode they dedicated the season, her friend encouraged her to apply, and the show yeah. was dedicated to her friend Robin, who died before the first episode could air. But Gary doesn't like blondes. That Remember is- the one night he sent home like five good-looking yeah. blondes. He really does. The second night, he has a type. If you take a the three of them, Leslie, Teresa, and Faith, mm-hmm. I mean, they are they not maybe not sisters, but they definitely all have uh, uh, the same look. So we know what his type is. The friend's name is Roberta. Roberta. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah. And I'm, I was with you, like, uh, Lori, I kept going, I know they don't have chemistry, but I really wanted her to get a hometown. Mm, so same. at least Roberta we could see, but I was, I just knew that wasn't going to happen. You know, the one thing that I will say that I think we've said all along why this bachelor is so different besides the age range and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff is that how respectful he is to the women and yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah. And and the night he was supposed to give out a rose the night of the group date on the Santa Monica Pier, and he was too verklempt. He did not want to yeah. hurt Ellen's feelings. Yeah. He had to go back and regroup because she has built... I think he just felt for her, and he didn't want to hurt her feelings that night. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that, he didn't all... have a connection with the other two that left. No. He did with yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And I think they all were so vulnerable on that night, and I think giving anybody a rose would have almost kind of like all like punish people for being so vulnerable and they all threw i mean they all shot their shot that night those three that i i just really love him and you're right like i was worried who was gonna get the rose i was so happy when he was like it just doesn't feel right tonight yeah who do you think is the the fan favorite the fan favorite or the front runner both okay for me right now for some reason i'm thinking faith yeah faith or teresa for oh. who, fan favorite? Well, for for the one he's going to pick. Oh, I, I think I think it's Leslie. You think he's going to pick Leslie? I do. I think. Do you I have think, an? Is he picking Leslie? I agree with Lori. I think he's picking Leslie. I think the fan favorite will be Faith. She's got the backstory that yeah. we're all kind of interested in. She's given us a glimpse of being a homeless teen. She said, mm-hmm. you know, and you go, oh my god. Also, you guys. I don't know who we root for. We root for somebody who's in radio like us or Leslie who lives here. Yeah. 
What about Teresa? Like, people seem to not like her. I don't know why I'm not into her. I kind of feel bad for her because I think she has a little bit of a case of crazy eyes Mm -hmm. where uh, when she says something intense, I go, oh, my God, she's going to try to wear your skin later. But I I think that's not her fault. Like, I shouldn't blame her for that because I'm also a crazy person. So, like, I think she is in love with being in love though so mm-hmm. i don't know how much she because she fell hard and fast but she also had the first date so yeah she did i'm wondering I, I feel like the other two have more independent lives and i feel like she for some reason I, maybe i don't know what more about her but i feel like she's too about okay him is that yeah. wrong yeah no i understand what you're saying here's a question okay who's mm-hmm. gonna move to indiana well first of all the radio lady, Faith, could easily move, but right, I don't yeah. see Leslie Fema moving to Indiana. And he's got yeah. four daughters. He's not, and grandkids. He's not, is Two Leslie Fema going to be the one? Well, uh, here's what I'll just tell you. I watched an Us Weekly. Gary is really doing a lot of interviews with the entertainment outlets, and they did an Us Weekly, like, Zoom with him mm-hmm. a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and he's obviously in a bedroom. And there's somebody laying on the bed, and you can see in the mirror, mm-hmm. but it, all you can really see is that it's a slender brunette. Now, that could oh. be any of the three. Lori. But if you peeked and peeked and peeked at it, the more I convinced myself it was Leslie. But, I mean, all three of them do resemble each other yeah. in their height, their, you know, the way their body shapes are, you know, their... So I don't know that well, I didn't tell you. Anything. He's been smitten with Leslie since day one. Would you want to well, hear Leslie's? Well, Leslie poem? sent out a poem to him on Insta today. Well, yeah, no, this is a poem she apparently did. She whisper to him or share with him, and they didn't put it on camera. Mm, maybe it's I a poem hear. that Leslie recited to Gary the first night she oh, met him, okay. and the Golden Bachelor. They cut it out. Okay. Okay, again, because the show's only an hour, they had to cut out good things. So here, here I'm just going to play it off my Instagram. Wait, let me, let me, let me do the... Bachelor in the world today. Wait, I'll go back. Oh, geez, never mind. Wait, I'm doing it. Staying active and fit. If you're anything like me, you just don't want to sit. I know you miss your family from your head to your toes, but it'll all be worth it after the final rose. I love to dance. It's what I do. Plus... Skating, snowboarding, paddleboarding, and pickleball, to name a few. So let's get up and dance through this journey together. Because, Gary, you make my heart feel light as a feather. Gary, oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's cute. Her first uh, night, she had that ready for him. She had that, and they cut it. They had left it on the cutting room floor, and then they gave her the okay Okay. to do it. Go ahead, Brittany. Go ahead. She does have to work on her rhyming schemes, okay? <laughs> oh. There was some... It did not matter. I just... I have notes for yeah. her. I'll get back to her. All right, yeah. we'll get them to her. Okay, we're going to go around the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori, who's going to take it? I think... Yeah, I think uh, next week he's going to send home Faith after they <gasps> go to wherever they're going. Are they going someplace fancy next week? Wasn't it hometown? Well, oh, yeah, like- it's hometown. Okay. So they're going hometown. I think after the hometown... Faith is not going to get a rose, and it's going to be Teresa and Leslie in the okay. finale. Okay. Who do you think next week's going home, Brittany? I think that Teresa is going home. Mm. I think that it feels like Faith and Leslie have more of like a grown-up, sexy time vibe. I feel the same way. All right. All right, so Lori thinks um, it's going to be... Um, I just think... Faith it, is leaving. Yeah. 
whoever, whatever, whoever we saw in the trailer, whoever said, are you going to be my new papa? I was like, right away. Ooh. That was, I was like, oh, uh, I'd be, I'd tell that grandkid you're out of the will. Yeah, right. Do no not more. say Sorry. that. I would, because somebody put him up to that, right? Like, oh, also, but All I, I can agree. think of is it that's Teresa's grandkids because yeah. her husband died like seven years ago. Papa. But I think, I think, well, Leslie's kids are grown. Does she have grandkids? Yeah, she does. I mean, and we don't know about Faith's grandkids. We don't know anything. And what's your guys' fine? What do we, what do you guys, because I think me and Lori are both thinking it's going to be Leslie. Julia, who do you think it's going to be the final? Okay. um, We're so far away from that. So much intense things to happen. I feel like. How have we not? We live here in the Twin Cities. How have we not gotten a rumor? Because Julia, if you spoil the yes. ending of this show, yep. you are on the hook for all the production costs. Which what would that be? A lot, a lot of money. So no one is spilling anything. Okay, but can we, you guys, with all of our who we know, can't we manifest her on her <laughs> our show? And I say our show oh, very sure. loosely. Okay. I'm going to work on that. I'll okay. start a manifesto board. Let her yeah. come. Got this. Have her come meet us. Uh, be in studio next Friday. Yeah. I'm on it. Okay. You okay. won't I'll be able it. to be on any shows until this show is over. Well, okay, well, I'll schedule it. I'll right. schedule it for the finale. Yeah. Because yeah. notice no one's doing interviews, you know, like uh, with her or the other women. Not it's all really. They're doing when they leave. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going between yeah. Faith and Leslie. All right. Well, you don't have to decide. You've got next week's episode to then really lock in. and Because the hometowns, they tell a lot. We're loving yeah. the Golden Bachelor. Thank you, ABC. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready we for are more. About to get, uh, who's excited for Fantasy Suites? Because I, I am. You know he'll uh, go to all of them. Yeah. Uh, I would. Gary, Gary yeah. needs to go to all of them. He's making up for last time. He was a married man for so many years. The boom, what boom, is, boomer. How yeah. about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to wrap up this episode of The Golden Bachelor. Whoa. Thanks, Brittany, for weighing in. Um, when we come back, uh, maybe an album drop today, a new album. <gasps> well, we'll see. I don't know if anyone Taylor, knows Taylor, it. Taylor. <laughs> All right. Taylor Swift, billionaire takeover. She is officially a billionaire, you guys. And Good for you. Yay, Taylor. Yeah. God, the fall of 2023, Taylor is bending the light to her, and she's not even having to promote a thing, really. I know. It's, it's just amazing. coming to her. And yesterday, the National Football League, I mean, she's had a lot of great free publicity, but... At last night during the Buffalo Bills and Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, yes. Josh Allen's audible on the play was Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. They named a play after okay. her, another football team, whoever Josh that. Allen plays for. He used to play for us, didn't he, Grant? No, he's the quarterback oh. for the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. some Allen played for us. Jared Allen. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yes, Jared Allen. Yeah. They named a play after her, and it was broadcast on Thursday Night Football, and the Bills won. So, like, cool. she couldn't even have scripted that in the Hallmark <laughs> movie, but um, uh, uh, I guess the Mercedes F Formula One team uh, posted something um, referencing a Taylor Swift song for today. So people are um, chasing a lot of her clout. And Bloomberg uh, would have given the Taylor Swift Corporation heads up about this. It's industry practice, too. But she was she's now a billionaire. And the big part of the story 
is that Taylor's billionaire status has been achieved primarily through her music, through sales, streams, the value of her catalog, her touring, the merch, because Taylor doesn't, doesn't have in, products. She doesn't endorse anything. She doesn't anything. have product nope. lines. She, and she doesn't endorse anything and make no. any money. Yeah, she sells right, album Barry. and merchandise, but that's direct. Very, very few people do that. And also, if anyone can make that much money exclusively from music, given how the industry has changed, that shows you how much of music. How many people listen to her music? Yeah, it's just even more flex for her. And then... Um, you know, and she really hasn't had to do anything to promote 1989 or anything. It's all just been happening. And I love how she casually shows up at Bradley Cooper's house with, you know, all of, you know, she's just having the most fun with this time in her life. Like she really is having the but most the fun. Super fans. So Amy, shout out to Amy in Chicago, our super fan. Mm-hmm. Um, she sent us this morning, you and I and her on the cover of 1989. Oh, I mean, cute. everybody is doing this. I mean, Taylor, you're a Taylor at or whatever. You're a Swifty. I mean, 50. wow. Yeah. And listen to I this. I get it. I get it. Uh, you know, because I know you brought it up last week where you shared with us that Taylor basically financed her era's concert movie mm-hmm. herself and bypassed the studios mm-hmm. and made a deal directly with AMC. And she's pocketing something like 50% of the movie ticket sales. I mean, that that is a huge baller move that she did. And so now the word is, is because it's such a huge, it's one of the biggest movies of the year. I mean, it's, right. you know, it's not a Barbie or Oppenheimer, but, but it's, it's well. It's the next one, I bet. It's probably the next yeah. one. And the Hollywood Reporter did an interesting this piece about how the Eras tour, couple of things, is going to bring back um, a revival in concert films, getting theatrical releases, you, and then with Beyonce's I can't her Renaissance, that is going to be Pink huge. To give me one, I, all the concerts that you can't get a good enough seat to sit yeah. close. I want to be in the front row. And that's what these beautiful movies with great sound give you. Well, in recent years, there have been a lot of concert films or live concert things, but they're always done with streaming. And so Taylor went in a different direction, producing it by herself, giving her director like to have like however many 40 some cameras when they were filming at SoFi Stadium in L.A. And then the Hollywood Reporter had details about the deal you know, she made to distribute the movie directly to AMC. And she is not going to negotiate a streaming deal until SAG after a strike is over. Good for her. And they are, you know, they've been after her. Like she can, you know, she's just like, no, I'm not doing it until SAG after is settled. Good for her. No, uh, none of the studios are going to benefit. And yeah, so it's her own movie for God's sake. She did everything. They did. They did nothing to it. Why should they benefit? But yet, many you know this. Other people might have said, "Yeah, we're not even going to think about that. We'll go ahead and we'll do you know do a deal." But she's like, "No, I'm not even talking to anybody." And if you were thinking, need to. I love that about her. And if you were thinking that these two might get engaged at the Super Bowl, um, if you're just thinking ahead in your script writing for the rom com, he would never. They would never do that. Well, the Super Bowl is February 11th, and February 10th she is playing in Tokyo. 
theoretically, she could get back on her jet, and with the time zone, she could be in Las Vegas in time for game time. Okay, that's hysterical. I know. I love it. And if she did that, Cameron Diaz would have to no longer own the term flying for rock. That would be Taylor's. Because remember Cameron Diaz, mm-hmm. you know, I fly for a rock. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. Okay, so that's, she's, she's a wonder, a wonder. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with John Stamos. Oh, his, I heard him uh, on talking to Howard Stern. Well, he had a really sweet story. So the, so John Stamos's memoir is, you know, he's had such a rich life. He grew up in L.A. He's been in everything. He knows everybody, and he remembers his stories. And he's a down-to-earth, normal guy. And um, his book is broken up into chapters. and so, Like they usually are, Julia. But, I mean, the cha- chapters, you're right, Laurie. <laughs> but... You, but it's about like the Don Rickles chapter or like Rob Rep- Lowe stories. I only tell my friend, is he telling stories in that way? I never listened or read okay. Rob Lowe's book, so okay. I don't know. But I do know John has been in everyone. And the reason his is so rich is because he's also in the music world with the Beach Boys from very early on in a young age. So he has all the acting people all the music people, he's he, he flies in both circles because he'll go perform with the Beach Boys live since, you know, the early 90s. He's mm-hmm. been doing this. And um, Mike... We were so disappointed that he wasn't playing at the State I Fair. Know, when we, we were just... Oh, we were like, why isn't And Johnny? Mike Love, who you were with mm-hmm. at the Beach Boys or standing next to, mm-hmm. he loved it when... Um, John Stamos was going to be playing in the band because he couldn't believe all all the women. Yeah. So he got all these this new audience. Mm-hmm. And John Stamos loved the Beach Boys and couldn't wait to introduce it to everybody. But the sweetest chapter that so far for me is the Don Rickles chapter mm. and how he met Don and Don took a liking to him. And then how he just wanted a new generation to know Don Rickles. And it's just so sweet and it's so lovely. And he's, it's it's such a great book. He has so many stories, Laurie. Julia. You'd love it. Thank you. Thank you. Get back to Brittany this weekend. Finish it.